What is poppin' everybody? What is good? It is your girl Imani Michaela, and this is another episode of the Respectfully I'm Not Sorry podcast. Exactly, episode nine. OMG. I haven't gone for a month. I haven't put nothing out. I don't think I put anything out in December. And now the only, okay, part of the reason why is because I had finals in um, like the first two weeks of December, if I'm not mistaken. And then I went home and I just didn't want to pick up a mic. I had like one of the busiest semesters of my life, which I'm grateful because if you ain't busy, you ain't working, okay? But it literally took a lot out of me and I feel like I needed to use that time to recharge. Um, But I'm back and I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to bring you guys some new content. Um, before we even get into the new content, if you guys haven't seen the Respectfully I'm Not Sorry Instagram page, y'all see that I'm doing something a little different over there. I'm gonna try to change it, not try to change it, I am changing it into like a hip hop blog type of thing. Um, kind of, so kind of like the shade room, but I'm trying to not be as messy because my goal is not to be messy. My goal is just to celebrate the culture and celebrate hip hop and celebrate people in hip hop. But hip hop is messy. So sometimes it gets messy. Um, but basically, it's just a shade room without the mess about hip hop. Okay. Kind of like the same setup. Shout out to the shade room. Shout out to them. Okay. They, they be putting people on game or whatever. But um, so yeah, y'all go check out the page. Give me some feedback on the page. Share the post. And let's get into the show. Okay. All right, so you know we start off every show with the new drops, and a couple of these drops are older, simply because I want to talk about them, because the people associated with these drops are either in jail or something has happened with them in the time span I've been gone that I want to talk about. So the first drop we got is the Coke Boy 6 Money Heist Edition album, which is French Montana's album, um, his like labels album i guess it's a, like a label collaboration album kind of like what dark did with um otf and the, um is it what's it called loyal bros i mean that's what it was called french montana did his own thing but instead of having you know duty low and buka 600 and whoever's on otf on there he has his artists on there and those artists consist of d thing g's and kenzo b which according to Kenzo B, she said she signed to a label. She not even signed to French Montana, but Kenzo B and D Thang are on there. And the only reason I put this on this list is because I like the song D Thang was on. Um, D Thang is one of those people where I feel like his talent could have added something to the game, but since he's locked up right now, he can't really do too much. So to see him, you know, drop a you know little single here and there, and to see him being backed up by somebody like French Montana. I feel like that's pretty big, especially when he's been locked up for literally, damn, them boys been locked up for a year now because him and K-Flock got locked up at the same time. You know what? Since we're talking about K-Flock and D-Thing, DOA need to get it together. Dougie, oh, Dougie B locked up too. Yo, DOA need to get it together. Dougie, set the trend, C-Blue, B-Love, I need all y'all to come to the table and figure it out and find out a mature way to get through y'all differences because- what is going on? Who was B-Love? And Nas EBK. Nas EBK, you need to be at the table too. Nas EBK, y'all all need to come to the table and figure out what the problem is and figure out what ways and how y'all are going to be mature simply so y'all can literally succeed. DOA could be something. It could be something bigger than what it is. I know how people are going to be like, Bronx Drill is not even you know that musical. Bronx Drill is just do 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 But at the end of the day, these boys clearly got some, you know, 
some motion behind them. They clearly got some people following them. They clearly got these young girls, you know, going crazy. And they clearly got people in the industry messing with them. They messing up their own hustle and their own grind simply because they are fighting with each other on social media. Set the trend and see blue took me off guard because they're like bestie for the resties. Even though set the trend, you know, he he apologized. But they're like bestie for the resties. And that, that that came out of nowhere. And like, if I'm not mistaken, they beef for, for no reason. They beef for, for no reason. It's the same thing with um, well, Nazi became beloved have a, as I have a reason to beef. I don't even know where their beef came from. You know what? You know what? You niggas need to stop beefing. Point blank period. It's getting old and y'all are messing up the bag. And it's really like not blowing me because I really I care, but I don't. Um, but it's just really sad to see because that it's not even about the talent. You got the platform. Use it. What were you doing before this? Like, K Flock went to jail and all y'all like literally lost y'all marbles. Like, y'all, it's you you niggas clearly don't listen to Swayze because Swayze Ben told y'all to stop the Beth like a long ass time ago. And y'all still continuing it. Stop the Beth. Shout out to Swayze. Shout out to y'all need to watch Swayze, yo. Swayze, he's funny as hell. Okay. He is the New York version of DJ Academics. Pure comedy. Pure comedy. But seriously though, stop the Beth. Stop the Beth. It's getting old. It's getting dry. The RPT dudes do not beef as much as the DOA niggas. Okay. And well, then again, them niggas can't really beat because beef because RPT is locked up. Like the whole block is, you know what? You know what? DOA gets together. Y'all need to be more mature. There's so much money out here that y'all can't make. And instead of y'all making the money, y'all are literally sitting here beefing each other on Instagram. Like that's that's bogus as hell. Bogus as hell. Get it together. Please get it together. Um, so y'all go check out the song with D Thing on it. I actually don't have the song in my notes, but it is on the Cokes Boy 6 collaboration album on French Montana page. So y'all go check that out. Um, Real Boss and Richie, he dropped this, like, I think at the beginning of January or probably the end of December, but he dropped Public Housing Part 2, which is an album. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because one, I like Real Boss and Richie. I like his music. I like his swag. Um, I live in Florida and I'm, I've been living, living in Florida for a long time now. And I'm just now getting into Florida rap and that sound and now starting to actually like it and respect it for what it is. And he's one of the voices I really like. So shout out to Real Boston Richie. Real Boston Richie, you done messed up. You done messed up. You done messed up. You want to know how you messed up? Why would you go and DM 1090 Jake and tell this man to search up your paperwork? No, good goddamn well, the paperwork don't make you look good. Come on, Richie. Come on. Because you... If y'all don't know who 1090 Jake is, 1090 Jake is a YouTuber who he's a hip hop blogger and he goes, he goes into death on, you know, um, rappers, criminal cases and stuff like that, because he's an ex-felon himself. If he's not a felon, I know 1090 Jake went to jail and he served some time and he's, um, and I don't know if he's an ex-game maker or a game maker. I know that he associates himself with that lifestyle. Um, so his word is pretty credible when it comes to, you know, niggas snitching and, you know, the street life, because he's been he's been there, he's done that. His word is way more credible than anybody else. I don't care what anybody says. If someone's word is credible and if someone's word is respected and is law and should be law in the hip-hop blogging industry, it should be 1090J, because he know what he be talking about. And 1090J, he the one, he'll pull out them court documents, honey. Okay, he'll pull them out. 1090J, I, keep, I feel like I keep repeating his name, but he is the reason why uh, him and Chapler Ross, along with... um. A lot of bloggers I watched growing up, Lovely T and um, 
who else who else i watch a lot of oh bondi blue um i'm about to just put y'all lovely t bondi blue ashley miller who else um scotty by nature Jay Lee's Corner. Who else do I watch? Um, 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 I watch all of those bloggers, reviewers, journalists. Bondi Blue is a journalist. She's fire. Y'all go subscribe to Bondi Blue for real. She's really been in her bag and she's really, really funny, real. And she's an actual journalist. She went to school for journalism. So she actually knows what she's doing. But YouTube be playing with her simply because she don't fit that mold. Like when I tell y'all Bondi Blue has been on YouTube for almost 10 years, and she's just now reaching 100 case. Not even, she's almost there. And her videos don't even like get them that many views simply because YouTube is playing with her. So y'all go support Bonnie Blue for real because that's good content. I've been watching Bonnie for like three years now. Same thing with Ashley. I've been watching Ashley for, hmm, I've been watching Ashley Miller for like almost 10 years now. Like legit, those are legit people. Y'all, if y'all want black people to watch, go watch those people for real. And they, it's good commentary for real, for real. But, 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 but. 1090 Jake is one of the main reasons why I want to come to my platform and be as descriptive as I can, because one thing y'all are not going to do is say that I'm fabricating or lying on anybody. And that's who, exactly how 1090 Jake is. Okay. He don't give a damn who you are. You come to him or somebody comes to him with some tea. He going to search into it and he's going to break it down and he's going to put it on YouTube. Real Boston Richie took it upon him, got to himself to DM 1090 Jake about a case because they have been speculating like especially you know the hip-hop industry they have been speculating that to not, oh no 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 some dude that i guess he not cool with or whatever another rapper had came out and basically said you know he's a rat he's a rat he told on this one nigga the reason why this one nigga is in jail is because real boston richie told on him tonight jake heard about it i some way somehow real boston richie reaches out to him and tells him, yo, I didn't snitch on a nigga. The nigga snitched on me. Go look up the case. Gave the nigga the nigga's name. The nigga that's in jail that they're saying Real Boston Richie ratted on. Gave him his name. 1090 Jake looked it up. And the story that 1090 Jake, that Real Boston Richie told 1090 Jake was literally opposite. Richie ass told Jake that that nigga snitched on him and it was flip-flopped. That's how it was portrayed in the court work and, and not the court work and the paperwork. 1090 Jake has the paperwork. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You, you could have just kept your mouth shut, nigga. You could have kept your mouth shut, nigga. Cause now, but then again, I don't know. Cause like real boss and Reggie, I don't think he's gonna get canceled for this. I don't think anything is really gonna happen. Um to his career by this. I think niggas are just honestly gonna let this go. I feel like the only people who are gonna care are actually like people who are in the hip hop industry, but fans, fans don't give a fuck about that shit. But it makes him look like a clown because why would you tell him to go search it up if you knew what happened? Nigga, did, did, you just, did you just black that part out of the fact that you were the one who got pulled in to the authorities first according to the video, according to the paperwork, that you got called in first and you told these niggas, and the reason why these niggas went to go arrest the other nigga is because you told these niggas who the other nigga was. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? That was stupid of you. I'm really disappointed in you, Robo Austin Richie. I'm really disappointed in you. Super disappointed. But y'all go, y'all go check his shit out for real. I just wanted to talk about that because that shit just mind boggled. Like, how how do you how are you on paperwork three times? And go tell the man that you know is going to check your paperwork and not sugarcoat nothing. Tell him to go check it out. Tell him a fabricated story. 
and then look like an outlier on the internet. Because y'all know Chin 90J gonna show the, the, the DMs in the video, and he sure did. And now that video almost got a million views. Shut up, Real Boss and Richie, and tell your team to shut up too. Just keep making music and keep keep them future um features coming. I really like that song Bullseye too. Um I rest my case by NBA Youngboy. That's a new album. Moneybag and Glorilla dropped their new single on what on what you want, which is a typical I hate you single going back and forth. Typical, really cute, by the way. Really love it. You know, it's not a musical masterpiece, but it's cute for the girls and for the boys. And we like it. Okay. And the video is baby boy inspired. That's that was dope within itself. So shout out to them. Baby Tron, he dropped his newest project, Ben Reaper 3, um, the New Testament. Um, O3 Greedo and Mike Free dropped their new project, Free O3. And if you guys don't know, O3 Greedo actually just got out of jail after doing a five-year bid. So y'all go check check that out. There's actually a song on there featuring Draco the Ruler. If y'all don't know who Draco the Ruler is, he's he unfortunately was a rapper that unfortunately passed away, if I'm not mistaken, the end of 2021. It hasn't been two years yet. Draco, Draco's one of those rappers where I learned about him when it was a little too late um i didn't really know i the first time i heard drake i was on sweetie song risky three two shots got a bitch feeling risky shout out to sweetie that's my girl um what's it called um so that's the first time i heard him but i actually ended up stumbling upon one of a, a documentary documentary made about him and um his music good as hell y'all don't know nothing about that you got the chunky monkeys that shit fire y'all go search up chunky monkey um by Draco the Ruler, Ralphie the Plug, and what is it just Kells? I don't know if Kells got some other extra shit in his name, but that's a good song. And he got other couple, he got some good projects. Um, but he unfortunately, you know, got murdered at one of those LA concert events. Tragic, 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 tragic. But music is great. Y'all go check out Draco the Ruler too and go check out that project by O3 Greedo. And then my last new drop for y'all is the House Party Reboot soundtrack. I didn't even know they was coming out with a House Party Reboot. Actually, I'm lying. Because didn't they like announce it like a couple years ago or like a year or two ago that they were thinking about doing it? I didn't know they were actually going through with it. But yeah, the soundtrack just dropped and Two Changes featured on the soundtrack. And also, older songs, the other, like the songs, the original songs from the original House Party soundtrack is on there too. So if y'all want to go check that out, go check that out. Okay. Um, I'm adding a new segment into the show um, titled We Watch Black TV because y'all know we support black over here. And if y'all ain't heard, which y'all should have heard, BMF is back, okay? Lil Meech is back on y'all screens, okay? BMF is back on Stars for season two. And with special perform performances, please, special appearances from Young Miami, Monique, and Leslie Jones. Um... It comes on every Friday. I don't know the time. Is it is it eight o'clock? Nine o'clock? It's one of those times. But if you if y'all if y'all know and if y'all really know and if y'all some power fans, y'all know we be watching that shit at eleven fifty nine or twelve o'clock. Okay, on the dot. All right, we be in that stars app like it's clockwork, especially when the show good. And BMF is a good show. Y'all should go check it out. For this to be Lil Meech's first acting role, even though BMF is not a no spectacular show, I'm not going to sit here and say it's good TV. I still think out of all 50 shows, Power is the best show. Argue with your mama. Do not argue with me. I said what I said and I meant it. Um, I miss Power, yo. 
screw all this other extra shit. Screw the, the book two. I still need to watch the Tommy one because people keep saying the Tommy one is fire. But um, Power Book two, uh, not Power Book. Power is Fifty Cent's best show. But I and and then I think I don't know because I can't really judge because I I low key haven't seen Power Book two because I'm low key against it because why the hell is Tariq a drug dealer? Like I I get it, but like why 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 do we go down that line? Why the, and why the hell is Ghost dead? I'm supposed to keep watching this show and Ghost dead? Are you are you shitting me? No. And honestly, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 cents, 50. Fun fact, 50's, 50 cent is one of those like celebrities that I've like actually always wanted to work with because I respect his hustle and I respect his craft. Power is a body of art. I don't care what anybody says. And for 50 to literally go on to stars and literally basically bring stars to life as a black man that's fire say what you want to say about 50 cent because he is petty and a little ignorant but he is the one in the truth and he is always working okay 50 may get on our damn nerves sometimes but he he do be putting a lot to the culture uh, giving a lot to the culture but um what's it called power is his best show and I, I guess you could say bmf is right behind that but then again i'm kind of biased because i haven't seen the other two ones but y'all go check that out okay um y'all go check that out and if y'all want to participate and um people talking about it on twitter because that's always fun i don't care what anybody says that is always fun live tweeting with other people watching the show as you're watching it that's just hilarious okay um but y'all go check that out and if y'all watch season one because i watch season one i like season one um y'all know misha's daddy was getting on our damn nerves and according to everybody else as of right now misha's daddy is still getting on our damn nerves on their damn nerves so yeah, y'all go tap in with that. I still need to watch um, episode two. So y'all go tap in with BMF. Y'all go support Lil Meech because he really put it on for his daddy for real. Lil Meech is cute. I don't know why I keep adding in that these niggas is cute. But Lil Meech is cute. He's just short. He's cute as hell. And he look like he got good swag about him. He, like, he got a good, you know, vibe and a good swag about him. He looked too cool for school. Shout out to Lil Meech. Shout out to Lil Meechy. All right, y'all. Let's talk about Big Scar. The fact that I got to come on here and say rest in peace, Big Scar, is fucking crazy. I'm trying not to curse in my podcast, but this shit is insane. Big Frozone, like, hold on, let me, before we even get into that, let's let's get into this. As you guys know by now, because this news, this news came out the day that it happened in December, but since I am a big Scar fan, and I was actually really excited to see where Scar's career was going to go, because Big Scar is talented. If y'all don't know that, y'all better know that now, okay? If y'all don't know, Big Scar and Pooh Shiesty are cousins. And I don't like to compare people, but in this instant, I'm going to compare them. Shiesty may have may have had the bigger fan base, and he may have had the bigger push, but Big Scar will outwrap that nigga any day. And everybody knows that, okay? Okay? Out of everybody on 1017, besides Shiesty and Enchanting, Big Scar was one of them. And while everybody was in jail, and everybody was doing what they were doing, and Gucci was dropping people, because, you know, Gucci be dropping people. One thing about Gucci... You don't say what he's, you don't do what he say, he gonna drop your ass. No hesitations. As a CEO should, shit, do you Gucci, shout out to Gucci. Um, but he was holding it down. 
1017 was on his back, basically, literally on his back. And um, he passed away on December 22nd of 2022 at 22 years old from an accidental drug overdose. They said that he was at his girlfriend's house and he was taking his, I guess, prescribed pills and he accidentally OD'd. This shit's just crazy because Big Scar was supposed to go on tour with Key Glock. He had just recently dropped a deluxe version to the Grim Reaper. He was low-key getting more, more, you know, tension. He was getting more clout. He was definitely getting a bigger audience. It felt like he was underground. Like when I first like got introduced to him, because I got introduced to him by um I don't even remember who introduced me to Big Scar, but I got introduced to him by somebody. And when I got introduced to him, he was like more kind of like underground. He was just kind of like an artist on 1017, but he was building his way up. And like, he was given superstar status. It like, the way that he was just working and in everybody's face and then not even that, the way that he just carried himself in interviews and the way that people just like really fucked with him, like Big Scar was going to be somebody. He was always on his Instagram and his Twitter, like talking about, you know, he gonna build this well for his family. He gonna do this for his family. Da da da. Woo woo. woo. Literally was telling folks literally at the beginning of his career, like, don't buy chains, build that, build that well for your family. At twenty two years old, well, before that, because he just turned twenty two, I think. I don't know when his birthday was, but he turned twenty two in twenty twenty two. But even before that, that's. He just always had some positive to say unless it was about some street shit. And when I heard the news, I was like, I pray this is not no street shit. I pray it's not no street shit because the last thing the industry needs is another rapper. And the last thing the black community needs is another black man dying from gun violence over some street shit. I don't want to see any more rappers go out like that, but unfortunately, I do not think that's going to be the case. Um, but I'm very happy. I, I, I'm just not even very happy, but I'm just. It's just good to know that nobody killed him because y'all, 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 y'all know, y'all know, niggas is getting down. But um, yeah, this shit, I don't even know what to say because it's just like, what the fuck, Scar? Like, Damn, bro. Like, damn, he, yo, Big Scar would have been one of them, y'all. He would have been, y'all go check out his shit now. Now. Okay, go check it out now. Or after you're done with this. After you're done with this episode, go check his shit out. But um, rest in peace, Big Scar. It's unfortunate that some drama was surrounded by his passing that I got to talk about. Child, Gucci and Keisha versus this man family. Lord, Lord, Lord. Boom. Let's get into it. So I think it's Quez. Quez Ruthless, who is another Memphis rapper and a close friend of Big Scar, actually. And he's actually on that song, Tired of Shooting with K Shorty, the rapper from Jacksonville, who's currently locked up as well. Um, I wonder how his case is going. Because K Shorty been locked up for a bit, too. And Okay. These rappers I'm talking about, y'all, the Big Scar, K Shorty, Quez Ruthless, Dougie B, Nazi BK, B 
be loved. We damn near all the same age. Damn near all the same age. So this shit is just crazy because it's like, it's like you're seeing like, you're literally seeing people, your generation just die right in front of you. Like that's the craziest shit ever. And it literally, and it's like people, people want to be woke until it's too late. Like if you was, actually, you know what? Actually, you're not actually going to finish my point before I get into this Gucci, Keisha, and K or Gucci, whatever the hell, whatever. Um, People wait too long, wait until the last minute to be woke or wait until it's late. It's too late to be woke. And actually, I'm going to talk about this more when I talk about Ali Lottie because we got to talk about Ali Lottie, child. Child, we got to talk about Ali Lottie. But people wait too long to be woke. I'm sorry, they do. They wait too long to be woke. I'm sorry, I've been following Big Scar for almost a year and a half now. That man having a drug problem was nothing. Honestly, I'm not even surprised this happened because he was heavily on drugs. And I feel like sometimes people, drug, being an addict in the in the hip hop industry is so normalized to where it's honestly a part of the image. And people don't care until you die. People don't care until you die. And it's sad because now you got people on the internet talking about he needed help and da 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 Y'all, he's been needing help. He's been needing help. He been high. There's mad videos on this internet of him high. I'm not coming for him for his actions and for what he's what he did. I'm not coming for him for that. Do as you please. That's not my place. But what I'm saying is, my point is, y'all waiting until it's too late. Y'all waiting until it's too late. And sometimes people don't, people, sometimes people just can't shake that. And like a person like Big Scar, um, he, um, what's it called? Um, he had got shot two times. He had been in a car. I think it was, I think it was two times. He had got in a car accident. So he was already like set up from jump just because of, you know, his hospital visits. So it's just unfortunate he couldn't shake that. But I'm gonna need y'all to stop being fake woke. Don't pick and choose. Y'all did the same shit with Juice World. Y'all motherfuckers watched him do drugs. Watched him be high out of his mind. Don't get it twisted. Like, for real. Seriously, like, niggas get high. That's what it is. But y'all don't care until somebody dies. And that's just the problem. That literally is just a problem. And it's sad because it's these young kids dying. But let's get into the drama surrounding the situation, honey, because baby. Oh, I already introduced Quez. Quez freaking came on Instagram and stated, very upset. He's about upset, by the way. Um, he actually came on Instagram like a little after. Scar had passed away, not even a little after Scar had passed away, but a couple of days, probably a day or two after. And he basically said that Gucci promised to pay for the funeral and then went ghost on the family. And when I heard this news, I was like, Gucci, come on, yo. I was like, come on, Gucci, not not in this time. Not not now, goddammit. Come on, Gucci. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Like that, that shit, if, okay, this shit's not true, because from what I'm about to tell y'all now, uh, what I'm about to you know bring up after I state this opinion. Um, but if this shit was true, Gucci would have been bogus hell for that. And Gucci, man, he don't really give me bogus ass nigga vibes. Like a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Gucci, but Gucci has never really, I've never seen Gucci do any like snow snake shit like that. 
And so to hear that and for Quest to say that, like for that narrative to be out like that about Gucci, it just, it, it, it was just bad and it was disappointing. Um, in Quest quotes and quote in the live, he says, you said, you said to them that you was going to pay for the funeral and then you lied. You didn't have to lie. You ain't have to go ghost either, cuz. I was, it was going to get paid for either way. You could have just said you ain't have the money. You don't got no type of respect for that. You don't get no type of respect for that, cuz. The minute that them folks called your phone to see if you was going to pay for the funeral, you blocked them. That's not real. You ain't straight. You're only trying to act real. You post a scar talking about long live, talking about some long live, bro. You ain't do nothing. When them folks texted you and asked you about Scar Funeral, you told them folks that Keisha's birthday was coming up. Man, y'all folks rich. Y'all can celebrate her birthday any day. Come on now. When I first heard that, I said, I really hope she ain't tell these folks he can't pay for um, Scar Funeral because Keisha's birthday coming up. Because they be on Instagram flaunting their wealth, honey. Like, you, I, I don't know Gucci Mane and Keisha's financial records. That's none of my business. But from Instagram, Gucci and Keisha look like they got it set. So something like this, Gucci saying, unless Keisha having some multi-million dollar party, I did, uh, what you mean? You, you can't drop a little, I don't even know how much funerals cost because I've, I've been blessed with the, you know, with, you know, I've been blessed with the ability of not being able to deal with that. Um, thank you, God. And, but, so I don't know how much funeral costs, but. I know Gucci can slide a little 10, 20, 20 grand to him. Niggas got $100,000 cars. Niggas is throwing $100,000 parties. Niggas is traveling on private jet. Keisha and Gucci is always on a private jet. So therefore, I was just like, before I, this rest of the stuff came out, I was just like, nah, that, that don't even sound right. Unless Gucci broke, that don't even sound right. He can't pay for scarf, you know, because of Keisha, Keisha birthday. That don't even sound right. But anyways, to continue, um, Quest claims that Gucci asked for the 1017 chain back. And Big Scar's sister, Alexandra, which Big Scar's name, real name is Alexander. And I think that's so cute. Shout out to their parents, Alexandra and Alexander. That is hilarious. That is so cute. Um, Big Scar's sister, she came out stating, I don't know where she put this at, but this looked like a Facebook post. She goes, oh, my mama, he not getting them chains back. Before anyone gets to speaking on some shit they don't know about, yes, he asked for them chains back, and no, he not getting his his shit back. My brother earned this. This My brother earned this. My brother mean everything to us, and for him to do that, for him to do him like that is low down, AF. He said he couldn't pay for the funeral because his wife's birthday coming up. Nigga, you a millionaire, Gucci. You're a bitch. Gotta get it back in blood. I want to add ho at the end, but... I don't want to be messy. It's not a situation to be messy. And that's not even me messy, but this is not a situation to be funny. But um, yeah, two people say he asked for the chains back. Do I believe Gucci asked for the chains back? I don't know. Because one part of me feels like he would. And then the other part of me is just like, he wouldn't. But then again, I don't know Gucci. And I wouldn't be surprised if he asked for them back. Because at this point, no one surprises me in the music industry, low-key. No one surprises me at all. Um, Bugucci, if you ask for them chains back, you foul as hell. Simply because Scar was a big ass fan of yours. 
always had something nice to say about you, always was lifting you up, said that he literally was listening to you at 12, 13 years old. If you watch Big Scar, if you know, he, not if you know, Big Scar's interviews, he's always had something nice and respectful to say about Gucci Mane. And you're going to ask for your chain? You're going to ask for your chain back? That little itty-bitty-ass chain? I'm not even shitting on the chain, but the chain is so miniature to everything that I feel like Scar contributed to 1017. He deserves that chain. I agree with his sister. He deserved that shit. That boy been working since he's been in the game. Nonstop. And Big Scar been consistent too. Doing shows, being on social media, being active in the blogs and stuff. Like he was everywhere. When he really had to do it by himself, him and Enchanting, they were doing everything. So Gucci, if you ask him to change back, you foul as hell. Simple. That's wrong as hell. I'm sorry. That's mad wrong. But anyways, to continue. The funeral happens, and after the funeral happens, Keisha Kaora came on Instagram, honey, and said, stop playing with her man, okay? She said, stop playing with her man. She came on the internet and posted some receipts, y'all, but like literal receipts. She goes on her Instagram story, and she posts two $10,000 receipts and a five-foot flower 1017 arrangement. Flower arrangement. And in her captions, in one of the captions, Keisha quotes, Payment directly to the funeral home. Leave my husband alone. And if you look at the picture and look at the receipts, which I'll put all these like pictures and stuff up on the Instagram page so y'all can like go look at them and see what I'm talking about. But um, she posts the receipts to the funeral home. So basically she's proven that Gucci did send him some money. Okay. He did send him some money. He sent him $10,000. And honestly, I get where the family coming from, but at the same time, as as a family, that's y'all responsibility. And I feel like in music, the whole family dynamic is so like, oh, when you're on this label, you're my brother. When you're on this label, I got your back. When you're on this label, that that narrative is pushed so much that literally people believe it. And that's not the case. When you are a part of a label, you are an employee. When you go work at Best Buy, say if a Best Buy employee dies, is Best Buy going to pay for the funeral? Are you going to get tight with Best Buy because they don't pay for the funeral? Even though Gucci is a multimillionaire, he's not obligated to do nothing. He should because that's the right thing to do. That's the real nigga thing to do, in my opinion. That's the real nigga thing to do. Simply because, you know, Scar did a lot for, um, for 1017. I'm not saying he changed all dynamic, but I'm just saying he was holding it down. And I feel like for that, he should get respected for that, in my opinion. But um, the real nigga thing, I feel like in my opinion, would like it would have been cool if he would have paid the whole, like for the whole funeral. But him giving 10 grand, honestly, is just enough, in my opinion. He, he didn't have to give shit. Gucci didn't have to get shit. He really didn't. He could have been an ass and not given, not given nothing. But um. Keisha posted receipts, and she said, leave her man alone, period. And after the funeral, after Keisha posted the receipts, Big Scar's dad actually came out, and um, he came out and shut the allegations down. He came on Instagram Live, where he dropped the video on one of the two. And in quote, he says, Atlantic, they sent him 10 bands. Gucci sent him 10 bands. He covered the rest. He says he appreciates it big time. Certain things were said that shouldn't have been said. It was wrong. Gucci and them, hey, they were the best thing that ever happened to my son. 
Pops came and said all this while after after everybody came on Instagram Live, everybody else in his family came on Instagram Live bashing Gucci. And a lot of people were giving um, his dad props for this because um, it was just a real honest, genuine thing to do, you know? After their dad comes on the internet, his sister comes back on the internet and um, she says, in quotes, on her Instagram Live or her Facebook Live, wherever live she was on, child, she said, she said that um, 10K ain't shit. My brother worth more than 10K. Like, the money don't even matter. You're asking for them chains back. But anyways, the funeral will get paid for regardless. And within that video and within that statement, she was saying, she said something about $60,000 for a funeral. <laughs> and from what I heard, from what other people were saying on the internet, because Oh, it was Tiny. Tiny was in the shade room comments and she was like, girl, I pay for a lot of funerals and I never dropped no $60,000 on no funeral. I don't know why the funeral cost $60,000. That's not in my business. But even then again, she you, you can't shit on the 10K because he didn't have to give it to you, period. Point blank, period. Gucci didn't have to give y'all shit. And y'all sound hella ungrateful because she was like, oh, 10,000 was obituaries and da-da-da-da. Okay, cool. That's one expense off the list. He didn't, he's not obligated to pay for the whole funeral. That's your brother, your father's son, your family. He had a career. Where, where's, where's Big Scar's money? Like, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I get that Scar's family's hurting, but they're not entitled to no other man's money, okay? Gucci don't have to do nothing for them. Gucci, if you ask for them chains back, you are bogus. Point blank, period. It's not giving real nigga energy. It's not. Hopefully you didn't. I, I hope you didn't ask for them chains back, Gucci. And this shit was just a big-ass misunderstanding. This shit, well, according to his dad, it was a big-ass misunderstanding. And this shit didn't, This all this shit, I understand the hurt and the pain, but it really didn't have to happen. But rest in peace, Big Scar. Rest in peace, Big Scar. Gone way Way, way, way too soon. Another oh, Memphis, please. Another ooh, ooh, another Memphis rapper who is a hip hop legend in the game. Um, this is before my era, but you know, give respect when respect is due, especially when it's a woman that we're giving respect to, especially a female rapper. Y'all know how I feel about female rappers, okay? Um, on New Year's Day, we actually got um, the very sad news that Gangsta Boo had passed away from an accidental overdose. And um, that shit was just crazy. Like, it's like we it, we counted down the, the, the new year, you know, the 10,9876, and literally the, the morning that we wake up, Shave Room and TMZ literally dropped that Gangsta Boo had passed away. And if you guys don't know who Gangsta Boo is, Gangsta Boo was a part of the group 3-6 Mafia. If y'all, got, if y'all don't know who 3-6 Mafia is, 3-6 Mafia um, is a group, a rap group from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. They, one of their songs was like real popping on TikTok a couple of years ago or a year ago. Um, and they also just have hits. 3-6 Mafia, like I said, is out of my era. And I literally had like, I think before... Gangsta Boo had passed. Um, yeah, gang, before Gangsta Boo had passed, um, Lotto and Glorilla had came out with um, F the Club. Uh, um, unpopular opinion about that song. That song's give or take. 
Like, I like it because it's cute. My sis, my sis, both of my sisters had good bars, but like, it was give or take. Um, but it was a Gangsta Boo sample. And um, my friend who I watched the video with, shout out to Zanaya, she's like, yeah, she's like, girl, this is a Gangsta Boo sample. And ever since she said that, I was like, who the hell is Gangsta Boo? And then I was getting into 3-6 Mafia and I'm still getting into 3-6 Mafia and figuring out everything and all types. Of I literally, y'all, I literally just put two and two together that freaking Juicy J was in 3-6 Mafia like a long time ago. But I'm young, so I could do that. So y'all, not too much. Don't do not do too much, okay? But I was getting into Gangsta Boo. Lotto is someone that I... um follow whatever and she speaks very highly of gangsta boo and um so yeah i was just starting to get in not even starting to get into sis but i was just starting to like you know get into that whole three six mafia and the the memphis you know scene because memphis is on top right now yo they are on top say what you want to say i don't care cmg is on top ain't nobody messing with cmg um it's because cmg is literally in your face like you can't miss them if you don't see glorilla you gonna see money bag yo you don't see money bag yo you gonna see little papa <laughs> and if you don't see one or three, you're gonna see another one. But um, yeah. Um, so I was trying to get in, I was getting in the Memphis scene and Gangsta Boo was a big part of the Memphis scene. And um, according to TMZ, she had went to a concert with her brother, and he actually happened to overdose um the same night, but he ended up surviving, fortunately, and she ended up passing away. Police said that there was narcotic substances on the scene and they believe that these narcotic substances were laced with fentanyl, which was what they believe led to her passing. And now they are launching an investigation because that's a sign of foul play. And whoever, if they find out, if they find the, find the person that sold her those drugs, just like what they did with the Mac Miller case, that person, that motherfucker is going to jail. They're going to jail. That is a murder. I don't know if that's an yeah i think that's a murder and if i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong but that's a murder and a drug charge and fentanyl is not you know weed fentanyl is like a real life a real life substance that they will send your ass to, to jail for years for and y'all 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 fentanyl is out here like crazy yo college students all my college like peers because I know mainly my listeners are either my college peers or they're um, my family. And even my family. Or even anybody listening to this. Be fucking careful with these drugs, yo. I'm so serious, y'all. Be careful with these drugs. Because niggas is taking niggas out and not caring. Niggas is taking niggas out and not caring. Niggas is putting shit into your drugs just just for the fun of it. And sometimes niggas don't even know what they selling. Niggas is just selling things just to make money off of it. And let's let's keep it 100. Let's keep it for real. A lot of us don't even know how half, where half of this stuff came from. A lot of us don't know what half of this shit is made of. Some of the shit is not self-explanatory. And also it's like you don't know who the source is for real. Yeah, you can get it from the bud man. You can get it from the pill man. I don't know who y'all get pills from because I don't get pills, babe. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I, I don't do drugs. But... I know there's a bud man, oh, and I I suggest y'all call y'all pill man the pill man, but what's it called? Um, I gotta be careful, even with the codeine too. Like y'all niggas gotta be careful, yo, cause y'all literally are taking each other out, taking yourselves out before you can even reach your prime for real. 
And like, yes, niggas do drugs to, you know, deal with their pain, deal with their sorrows, because it's very easy to do that. Don't get don't get it twisted. It's very easy to do that. It's very it's a very simple way to numb your pain. But you've got to be careful. You only get one life. And sometimes, sometimes you don't you don't get a second chance like Gangsta Boo's brother did. God bless him. He got a second chance. And fentanyl is one of them things where like they say if you literally only get a speck of it, you could literally like die. That's crazy. Be careful. Especially my Miami, my Miami peoples. Be careful. We are in Miami, Florida. These people, people go die. The people die every day. People go missing every day simply because of drugs and because of the scene out here in this city. It's simply because some of y'all are not playing it smart. Play it smart. You're going to play the game, play it wisely, and play it smart. I'm not telling you hoes not to have fun. I feel like I'm a big sister right now, but I'm just keeping it real. Like This is advice I would give to anybody. I'm not saying niggas can't have fun, and I'm not saying niggas can't do what they want to do. Do what you please. Do it smartly. Know what you're doing. Know what you're putting into your body. Try to figure out the like. Try to figure out the best way to do it. Not the best way to do it, but try try to you know educate yourself on the shit you put in your body. Point blank. Period. Point blank. Period. You gotta educate yourself, yo. Just don't be taking shit just because your homegirl, your homeboy's like, oh, this is gonna get you high, sis. It's gonna hit you, get you high, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're setting yourself up. Don't do that. Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. She would definitely be missed. We got an update on the takeoff case. Because y'all told y'all I'm going to be updating y'all because I feel like now, like, it's like, it's kind of like settled in that takeoff has passed away and he was killed. But it's just one of those things where you look at him, you look at the pictures of him on Google, or you see him on your timeline, and you're like, damn. Damn. That's how I felt about Big Scar. Like, even when I saw his dad, I was like, damn, Scar looked just like his damn daddy. I was like, this this is daddy talking, this is Big Scar talking. Like, And it's just like, you can't help but just be sad, because it's just like, damn. Especially with Takeoff, because it's just like, that didn't need to happen to him. And um, what's it called? Um. Saw Quavo out at the U at the well, I didn't see him, but I saw it on Instagram that he was out at the UGA game because the UGA just won their um a championship. And it was good to see him. It's good to see him. Shout out to Quavo. Shout out to Quavo. And y'all, Quavo was hugged up with Lil Baby. And if y'all know, well, do Quavo and Lil Baby not like each other, or is it just offset and Lil Baby? I, I don't even know. But y'all know they had their little whatever the whatever the hell. And um they was at Puffy's New Year's, I think, or whatever. And um, they were seen pictured and giving each other a hug. And I feel like that's dope. It's always dope when you see unity. Um, but rest in peace, take off. But his alleged murderer, which I'm going to say alleged because y'all not going to get my ass. Patrick Clark, a.k.a. DJ Pat, has been released on a $1 million bond. And for people who are like, where did he get $1 million from? Damn. If he's a regular big ass DJ nigga, where he get one million dollars from? He probably get it from them niggas. Da-da-da-da. When your bond 
when you have a bond, you pay 10% of that to get out. So he paid $100,000 to get out. So he got $100,000 from somewhere. I don't know where the hell he got it from. The media is speculating. The blogs are speculating. And the people that they're speculating on, them folks had came on the internet, which I, I don't, they're not talking about me, but them folks came on the internet, specifically the head honcho, the CEO, he came on the internet. He said he got something for the blogs, babe. Okay. And what I'm not going to get is sued. And also what I'm not going to get is threatened. But y'all know what I'm talking about? And read in between the lines. Them folks are saying that they paid for it, but who knows? Who freaking knows? Um, and he is due to return back in court in March. I don't know why we're letting murderers off on bond. I say this even when it's not, it wasn't even like if I would say this if it wasn't even a takeoffs case. Why are murderers given the opportunity to be out on bond? They're killers. You think they're a killer? why why do you think a man that you think is a killer why would you put why would why would you let this nigga especially in this case who already went out his way to try to go get a passport and escape the country before y'all could come pick him up y'all literally got lucky because right before he was about to leave they picked him up but like y'all literally got lucky literally saw this man go get a passport expedited honey because he meant business he would get a passport expedited I literally saw it, literally have the evidence of that man doing that, trying to cross the border. And you give him the opportunity to go home. If he flee the country, that's on y'all ass. Point blank, period. I hope he on house arrest. He most likely is on house arrest. But then again, niggas be cutting the ankle monitors off. But um, what's it called? Cardi B had actually went on Hollywood Unlocked. And she, with Jason Lee, because they, they tight as hell, you know. Jason Lee love Cardi B, honey. Okay? Jason Lee... I'm not gonna talk about Jason Lee. <laughs> I actually like I have no problem with Jason Lee. I actually during COVID, all I watched was Hollywood Unlocked. I liked Jason the whole dynamic um the whole dynamic with Jason Lee and Melissa Ford and um is it DJ Damage? One of the two. Um But what's it called? Cardi was on Hollywood Unlocked with Jason. And she actually talked a little bit about the situation and how she found out. So I just wanna bring that out there. So, unquote, Cardi goes, we were in the bed. We were supposed to go to Lala Anthony's party in New York, and my daughter threw up all over my costume. Halloween was over because it was just so much throw up on my costume, and I didn't have nothing to wear. So we just fell asleep, and out of nowhere, Offset's phone kept ringing. My phone kept ringing. Offset picked up the phone, and he was like, no. He was screaming and screaming. He was screaming like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm laughing at, like, my reenactment. Um... And, I, and Cardi goes, and I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, take off, it's dead. Cardi says she smacked him, and she says, don't say shit like that. And then he just keeps, and then he just starts screaming and throwing things and throwing up and running all over the place. Cardi ends her statement by saying she was so scared. She was crying, and it was a terrible time. You can't do nothing but feel for them. You can't, like, and, like, Offset wasn't there when it happened, but he was a big part of Takeoff's life, big part of his life. And you could just, you could just see, son, Offset has been in pain ever since. You be see like, I be seeing him on Instagram, you know, go to these, like, events and stuff. Him and Cardi was at Art Basel. Saw them there, and he was at the clubs and stuff, and he was giving a tribute to take off, you know, trying to put his best face forward, but you could just tell he was just sad. 
and even after um Cardi had came on live after her and Glorilla performed tomorrow at the AMAs and even then again he was just sad he just looked sad like his eyes looked puffy looked like he was going through it and Cardi said he's been having a really 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 hard time oh my gosh she said that it's just been hard for him and she's like it's because it's been so hard for him it's been hard for her like it's just been a difficult time for them and it's just like I can't imagine what they are going through right now I can't imagine honestly bro I'm wishing them a lot of strength and a lot of love and sending lots of love to his mom his sister his brother Quavo offset his granny aunties uncles even his even his dad's side of the family because they came out and spoke about it and said you know how they didn't like the way that like the media and all types of stuff like that was acting towards them and all types of stuff like that it's a hard time for all of them this like i'm not saying this goes away for us because at the end of the day it's still happening you can't change this but like this is it's every day and they face like that sucks that must be the most heartbreaking depressing shit ever god bless his family and texas y'all better get y'all shit together because they're there i know there's some evidence we got phone footage you're at a bowling alley they got recorded they got video camera they got video footage Y'all think y'all think what we got on the cell phone? What they got on cell phones is T, and it's not even T. But like y'all think what they got on the cell phones was like OD. Imagine what the fuck they got on them security cameras. Imagine. Rest in peace, takeoff. All right, my last real topic, my last real sit down. This is probably gonna be a long episode. I really don't care, but. I've been wanting to talk about this person for a little bit now because she has been on the internet going crazy and she has been getting dragged on the internet and it's just just has been a lot of shit going on with her and I I I just want to talk about it because clearly a lot of people are seeing it from one side and not seeing it from both. Let's talk about Ali Lottie, y'all. Allie Lottie, Allie Lottie. If y'all know who Allie Lottie is, Allie Lottie is Juice World's ex-girlfriend. Not even ex-girlfriend. He, she, see, that's another thing. The vlogs look, he be disrespecting her. And what's it called? But she's Juice World. She was Juice World's girlfriend when Juice World passed away. She was there the day that he died. She said that he died in her arms. I, I will never forget the live. She had went on live like a little after he died. Cause I was, I, I, I like Allie. I think Allie cool. Like, I like her, like, I, I love the whole, like, carefree look. And, yes, I know Allie Lottie is, she does what she does, okay? But I love the whole carefree look. And she just looks like she don't give a fuck. And I love that. Shout out to Allie Lottie. Don't give a fuck. And she pretty, too. And she pretty. And she got, she kind of funny, too. She got, you know, she got some charisma. Um, but she just gives cool bitch vibes when she's not tweaking out. Um, but she was just for a scarf from when he passed. And um, I followed her. I followed her after he passed. Um, I don't know why I did, but I just ended up following her after she passed. And I remember like watching her lives and stuff because she used to go live like all the time, like especially during COVID. COVID, she was going live every day and just talking to the fans and stuff. And 
then all of a sudden the fans like flipped on her because the fan the fans are beefed out with her right now oh my gosh but you know what we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that but the reason why i'm talking about Allie today is it came out a couple of days ago that her and her boyfriend got arrested for shoplifting and for possession of methamphetamines and cocaine Allie, girl. <laughs> Allie. Mind you, Allie is 29 years old. Her boyfriend, Carter Jameson. Uh, Carter Jameson is 19 years old. 10-year age gap. Uh, according to TMZ, they were busted for shoplifting in Walmart. And while being searched, cops found meth and cocaine on Allie. Her lawyer, Brad, um, Bradford Cohen, tells TMZ that Allie and Carter tried to scan their items and self-checkout. And... They believed that they rung everything up until they got to the security guard and they were detained at the door. So basically they went to the self-checkout or whatever, was getting their stuff. Y'all know how they be at Walmart now. I don't know why Walmart is doing that now, but I get well, actually, yes, I do know why Walmart is doing that now. But <laughs> but um what's it called, child? Allie, her and her little boo-boo was getting their little groceries. And um, I guess the receipt wasn't matching the car, babe snatched their asses up took them to jail and um they found meth on her meth and cocaine and damn this is respectful i'm not sorry so i gotta put it out there and y'all gonna see it anyways on the internet there has been rumors about Allie being arrested for the same charges beforehand a lot of the Juice World fans, a lot of the fans who like um, made up like the conspiracy, not made up the conspiracy theories, but Juice World has fans who have literally, who literally dedicate a lot of their time to figuring out what caused this boy to pass and what happened. Because Allie been saying for the longest, yo, she been saying for the longest, son. After like a, since twenty twenty one, bro, she has been saying that there's more to the story that we don't know. She's been saying that. Chris Long, who was Juice's friend, said that. Max Lord, who is um, a uh, producer for 808 Mafia, um, who used to work really closely with Juice, he says something was fishy around it. Niggas has been saying something is fishy around the situation. But Allie has been the main advocate. She's not even the main advocate, yo. She's been the loud, actually, yeah, main advocate. She's been the loudest about it. The fucking loudest. And she's been she's she's consistent with this too, honey. Cause the other day she had came out and she said that um, what's it called? About a couple months ago she had came out and said, um, you guys think he died from an overdose? You're wrong. You're wrong. If y'all seen that video, y'all know exactly why I said that. <laughs> but she she's been saying that. And even then, y'all, oh shit, bitch. Even then, y'all, she had came out like a year ago or a couple months ago, saying the same shit. She sent a fan a video and says, there's more to the story y'all don't know, but when it's time, I'm going to tell y'all. Allie, what you know, babe, that we don't? And also, Allie, that's a dangerous game to play, girl. That's a dangerous game to play. That is a very, I don't know. I don't know how them niggas Juice World ran with Get Down. I don't know. But I know when you play with certain people in this industry, you get consequences for that shit. Ali Lottie is not one of them people where she go missing. I think people who care. I hate to say that. I really hate to say that. But the way that they've been bashing her on this on the internet, bro, and the way that they just been literally 
making Allie, like, the way Allie Loki has been portraying herself and also the way that, you know, the fans are coming against her and all types of stuff like that, the way they, they, the way they're making the scene, they don't care if Allie's here or not. They don't give a damn. Okay? That's a dangerous game to play, girl. And unless you're ready to, unless you're ready to die about that shit, I suggest you keep your mouth shut because you don't know who you fucking with. You really don't. Especially if you keep saying there's something suspicious going on and you know those people that you're talking about got something suspicious going on. Play smart. Play it smart. But Allie done got her ass out of jail. She got out of jail. Woo whoop. And as soon as she got out of jail, she's going to post on her Instagram that her little boo-boo, the 19-year-old boy, bought her two 2023 Mercedes-Benz. And Allie, 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 girl. Because I like Allie, but I got to keep it a hundred and a spade is a spade. What the hell are you doing with this little ass boy? Girl, you about to be 30 years old. Like, Allie, I get that your mind may not be there. But bitch, it got to be, it got to be somewhere. Okay, it got to be somewhere. And you got to have some common knowledge or some common sense to know that this ain't, this ain't what you do. This ain't what you do, babe. No. You don't go you don't go mess around with a little ass boy. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm 19, what? I'm 19 and I I'm in college and I see how these little these little hooligans run around. Girl, you're 30 years old, you want to deal with that childishness with all the money cuz he clearly got money cuz she said she he bought her the car. He bought her the 2023 Benz. Okay? And he said and she said that they had like matching Bentleys or something like that. So they clearly he clearly got money. Supposedly to Allie, the way Allie making it seem. But um, what are you doing? What are you doing, girl? You allowed to move on, but not like no. Thirty and like y'all got nothing in common, Allie. And like, yes, I knew, I know that like when Juice was here, she was um, she's older. She was older than Juice. I think she was a couple years older than him, and that was weird within itself. But it wasn't a ten year age gap. That's weird, Allie. When you was with Juice for that boy was 16. 16, 17, girl, come on. That's that. Allie, that's goofy. That's goofy, girl. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. I like, like I said, I like Allie. She pretty, she's mad pretty to me and she's mad cool. Like besides like her doing what she do. But you're dead ass wrong for that, girl. That's weird. And this is the same little boy that was wearing, um, that people was having a fit about him um, wearing Juice's Rolex because her stupid ass or his stupid ass came on the internet and posted, um, and posted Juice World's. I need to get off here because yo, but I just been having so much shit to talk about. Um, and posted um, Juice World's. What's it called? He had posted a Rolex with a blue face on it. And if y'all know, like, back when Juice had passed, like, right after, Allie was always showing off all the things that, like, Juice left her. And that was one of the things that Juice had left her was his Rolex with the blue face. That stupid-ass boy posted a Snapchat photo in it. And his fans were pissed. And on top of that, he was wearing Juice clothes. And Allie, 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 Allie. You dead ass wrong for that. And I'm gonna tell you why you dead ass wrong for that. And yes, 
Yes, I, like I said, I, I still support Ali Lottie, but I, like I said, you got to call a spade a spade. Ali, you dead ass wrong for that. That boy, you just said on Instagram, that boy got you a 2023 Benz and y'all got matching Bentleys. He clearly not struggling, so he don't need to wear nobody else's clothes. Simple. Especially not your dead boyfriend's clothes. Especially not any of the shit that he worked hard for. Because let's not forget, let's not forget niggas is sitting comfortably because Juice was busting his ass. Let's not forget. Let's not forget, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. He shouldn't even be able to touch Juice's shit. That nigga should be like, oh, you used to date Juice and you should cut that shit down. Nah, I don't play like that. That was something very special to me. This is this is something very special to me. I don't play like that. You can't even you can't even fit that mold. And like y'all probably like wearing clothes and da da da. It's the principle. You don't do that. He clearly not struggling. He clearly don't. He clearly not struggling for clothes to be on his back. He just bought a brand new Benz. If you struggling for clothes being on your back, you don't need to be buying no goddamn Benz or no Bentley. So that right there, disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I, I agree with the fans on that part. I really do agree with the fans on that part. I low-key agree with the fans on a lot of shit. <laughs> the Jules World fans, yo, they, they, they don't, that's an intense group of fans. I, I, I'm not even going to hold you. I said intense group of fans. But um, let me wrap this up. But what's it called? Allie, you're grown. Allie, you're grown. Allie, girl, you grown, but at the same time, and you're at the same time, you're grown. Sorry, shit. Allie, girl, you grown, girl, and you're allowed to move on. You're allowed to do, move on as you please, do what you want to do. That's That's your business. I, I feel like a lot of people think because, you know, if someone partners die that, you know, you just get to, you know, especially when you're young and you have a young partner, um, especially in their case, that you just, you know, just opposed to just live your life and not be in love again. That's not how it works. I did the same shit with Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. Um, and Lauren London literally had to come out and check y'all and say she wasn't even dating no nigga. But even if she was, it's none of our business. And I agree with her. But, um... Allie, especially with Juice's clothes and his Rolex, that's weird, okay? And I don't know what drugs you're doing, girl. That's none of my business. But you clearly, I don't know if you're doing this shit because you, well, of course you're doing this shit because you want to. But I don't know the extent of this shit, but you clearly need help. And Allie Lottie is literally like, just like calling out for help in our faces. And I know y'all don't give a damn about Allie Lottie. Uh, I'm just a real empathetic person. So I care about people that I don't even know. Like literally, I don't know why. I don't know what parent gave me that damn gene, but I have that gene and she needs help. And just because she's not no celebrity or she's not, you know, everyone say her presence doesn't mean that she's not valuable. And just because she does, because y'all niggas is coming for her talking about, oh, she doing OnlyFans. So she did it. That's not how that goes. Okay. OnlyFans is the least of the world's problems. She could be doing worse shit, but she needs help. She also has to want the shit, but she needs help. She needs help. Shout out to Ali Lottie. I hope she gets a lot of help. Not even help, not even a lot of help. But I just hope she I hope she finds her way and finds her peace. Because I don't think she's at peace right now. And if she is, then I'm wrong. But all right, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. The last segment of the podcast is a little celebration segment that I have titled respectfully, we are celebrating because I just want to throw some little things out there 
to celebrate. So B-Love is the first person we are celebrating today. Shout out to B-Love, Joe Rapper from the Bronx. Um, he is the first Joe Rapper from the Bronx to go gold for his track, My Everything. Y'all know My Everything. She act on that. She want me to spank it. What? Bad little bitch. I'm racist again. So you better not waste that. Everybody doing that, everybody doing that dance. B-Love is one of the rappers that I really, really like from the Bronx show scene. He clearly got his head on straight. Clearly got his head on straight. And um, niggas love to call him Mixie. But like I said, I'm not in that street shit. So I don't know. I'm not even going to put it out there, B-Love, Mixie or not. Okay? But that's not even what we're here to talk about. But, you know, that's how that's what niggas is going to talk about. B-Love, Mixie, B-Love is B-Love is getting to the bag. Okay, beloved has had his head on straight since he came in the game. He ain't crash out like all these other niggas. Dougie B is another one that needs help too. I was just talking all this shit about drugs and stuff like that. Dougie B is another one. He is literally crying out for help in our faces. And we are not like, it's not our job to save these niggas, but it's just like, Dougie B is another one, which God forbid, like anything happened to him, you niggas are going to be like, oh, y'all knew, da, 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 da. no, you niggas saw that shit and was laughing at it and thought it was funny. Y'all don't, y'all wait until something bad happens. He's another one that needs help. Set the trend too. Set the trend ass just be doing, he just be doing a lot. But then again, I'll never forget what my cousin told me. My cousin Amari told me this. He said, niggas be having a, a one way of thinking, Imani. You can't change niggas. So, and I've always, that's always told me. I never wanted to change anybody. That is not my goal. My goal is not to, I'm not saying this shit just because I'm oblivious and I live in a world of peaches and cream. Um, I very much understand that these niggas, have their own way of thinking and their own simple-minded way of thinking, which is very understandable. Um, but a lot of them generally don't know, like they, that's what they, they don't have to do half the shit they're doing. They just do it because it's literally their product, their environment. And just because they're a product of their environment doesn't mean that they don't deserve support or love. Like people are so ass backwards. Like they just be so willing to give up on people. Not even, first of all, Rappers are not niggas where you give up on them for real. Like a rapper is not looking for love from a fan. Let's let's keep it on it. We're nothing to these niggas. Let's keep it on it. But some of these rappers be defend depending on their fans, and instead of listening to their fans, actually give a damn about them, they listen to their fans that influence their bad behavior. Like Dark is a perfect example of that. That's my nigga. I fucks with him. Shout out to Lil Dark. Love him so much. But he's he's one nigga where we we my homegirl literally been pleading for beg for for beg for dark to freaking sing for the past like year and a half. And this nigga is still talking about dropping the bodies. Mention a dark ass. Oh my gosh. This shit we're gonna. I'm sick of y'all. 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 I'm fucking sick of y'all. I am sick of y'all. Please. Not y'all y'all got gonna unfollow or who's following gonna. One of the speak, one of the damn hashtags trending. Y'all are funny as shit. But um, B Love went gold. Shout out to B Love. He got his head on straight. And God bless these rappers, please. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott. I just want to throw this in there because it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday. Today is Tuesday, the 17th. Martin Luther King Day is on the 16th of January. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King have been honored in Boston with a memorial titled The Embrace. The memorial is supposed to represent the hug that Martin Luther King gave Mrs. Coretta, Mrs. Scott King after winning the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. So basically the sculpture, which I'm going to post a picture of it too on the Instagram page, is basically their arms like hugging each other. It's literally everything but their faces. And um, 
The sculpture was designed by Hank Willis Thomas and the mass group design and is over and it's supposedly worth over $10 million. So if you're ever in Boston, go tap in with that. Um, like I said, the memorial can be seen on my, um, my Instagram page. Respectfully, I'm not sorry. All right, last little two things before I get out of here. 6 9 is back on Instagram, y'all. He giving out Birkins. Okay, honey. He's giving out Birkins. He said, I don't know what, what like, the the giveaway, like, guidelines are, but 6 9 said he is giving out Birkins. He's giving out 13 specifically, which 6 9 I don't mean to be that bitch. I'm going to be that bitch. You filed for bankruptcy a couple of day, a couple a couple of weeks ago, babe. Was it he filed for bankruptcy or he came on the internet and said he was broke? It's one of the two. Um, but then again, that could also just be one of those like shit for play plays because he did just buy his mama a whole lamb chart for Christmas. So I, I don't know. Six nine, please don't please don't come on the internet saying that you're broke and you're not broke, babe. You're confusing us. You're confusing us. You're confusing us. And I want to break in too. Throw me one. Throw me one. Black one. Silver detailing, if you don't mind. But um, six nine is back and Funk Flex is fucking fucking supporting him and shit. Cause y'all already know how the media. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. And six nine, he be oh, bitch. Six nine been in gun comments being petty. Yo, six nine is funny as fuck. But anyway, <laughs> y'all fucking with Takashi. Takashi is back. And he, I I don't know when he's leaving. Cause Takashi, he be here and then he don't. Um, and last topic that I want to briefly talk about. Kanye West done got married, y'all. Kanye West married Bianca Sensori, a Yeezy employee, recently. Um, they had a wedding ceremony, and it was leaked that they tied a knot. And Kanye's around here wearing a, a, a wedding band, so I guess it's legit. Um, it's good to see Kanye, because they literally have been saying that he's been missing for a long time, and it's never really, it's never really a good feeling to hear that somebody is missing in action when they have children. Like Kanye's a whole dad. Like scratch all the other extra shit he's been doing. He's a whole dad. Like I was scared seeing that show on the internet. Imagine North Chicago and what's that one name? North Chicago. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Them kids. Imagine them kids seeing it. Like that's crazy as hell. That is so crazy. But this is respectfully. I'm not sorry. I am Imani Michaela. You guys should subscribe. Is it subscribe, follow, whatever you do to support the podcast? Please do that and rate my shit. Please rate it. Give me, get write a rating. Tell me what you think about it. Tell me what you think I could do better. Tell me what you think I could. What I'm doing too much on. Actually, don't even tell me if I'm doing too much. It's my platform, and so if I'm doing too much, you can get the hell off, gangster. You can get the fuck off. Don't ever tell me I'm doing too much on my platform. <laughs> um, what's the code? Follow Respectfully I'm Not Sorry on Instagram because that's where I'm going to be posting all the photos mentioned in this episode. I know y'all are like, girl, why don't you just start recording stuff? I ain't going to hold y'all. I have not gotten into that. It's probably not even that hard. Just haven't gotten into it yet. Um, it's coming soon. I know I've been telling y'all it's been coming, but it really is coming soon. Um... Follow for the pictures. Follow respectfully. I'm not sorry for all your latest hip hop tea. Please, we are going up this year with that page. I'm going crazy with that page. Stupid duper ooper crazy. Tea hasn't really been crazy lately, so I haven't really had anything to post. But yes, go follow the page. Go follow the Twitter at respectfully rap to get more in depth stories. Because even though I report on the stories, I don't write the stories. I get the stories from a source. So you can go click the link and go read the article if you want to. Um, yeah, 
That's about it. Oh, oh, hold on. That is not it. Damn. Shit. I don't forgot the damn song of the show. What are you listening to? Because this is what I'm listening to, honey. Um, I'm gonna give that song of the show to who I'm gonna give it to. I think I'm gonna give it to my sis glow. Cause I feel like the motto for this year is every day the sun won't shine, but that's why I love tomorrow. For real. That's really the motto. So y'all go tap in with that. Um, thank you guys for tapping in with me. Don't forget to follow all of Respectful I'm Not Sorry social medias. Don't forget to subscribe and rate on your favorite podcasting apps. I am Imani Michaela. This is Respectfully I'm Not Sorry. And I'll tap in with y'all later. Deuces.